Welcome to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Carrie Ransom, in his conversations with the trendsetters, us, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC. Good morning. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Carrie Ransom. Thanks always to our engineer, Paul, for making me and my guests sound so good. Today's episode is sponsored by my friend Scott Fox over at the Orange County Startup Council. It is the best online resource for all things startup here in Orange County. You can find great, even people and talent uh, to help you out. You can just go to ocstartups.org to learn more. I am happy to have Tom Bain with me today on Accelerate OC. He has been in the home building industry, which is one of the leading industries here in Orange County, uh, and he's been in it for over 30 years here in Southern California, and I'm sure he has seen a tremendous amount of change in that time frame, whether it's in the industry itself or certainly in this area in the last 30 years. Uh, I looked up before the show the population change that's happened over those 30 years, and we'll ask Tom uh, if he knows how much change has happened here in Orange County uh, over that time. Before we get to hear from him, though, let me tell you a little bit more about Tom. So he's currently the division president for Southern California for Land Sea Homes, where he oversees all of their planning, development, and implementation of the communities that they establish here. And as I mentioned, he's been doing this for over 30 years in the home building industry, and a significant amount of that time, he was with another prominent home builder here called Taylor Morrison Homes and uh, worked in several of their communities throughout Orange County and other parts of the region. Land C is relatively new here to Orange County, though. Uh, they came here a couple years ago, and I believe their first project was the Lido Villas right in Lido Village down on the peninsula in Newport Beach. And that's where I near where I used to live, and I was just remarking to Tom off the air that uh, they just did a remarkable job with a new set of uh, townhomes that they built there, villas that they built there, and I think sold out very, very quickly. And it's, it's one of the last coastal communities, I believe, that we have. Uh, and they, they repurpose what used to be an office building and, and some other properties that I remember from when I first moved there. They also are about to launch this year um, what they call their high-performance home program. So I'm going to ask him more about that. Uh, today, as that sounds like a very innovative program, and one of the hallmarks of Accelerate OC is trying to draw attention to those. Uh, Tom's also locally educated, graduating from both UC Irvine and Pepperdine. Tom, it's great to have you here on Accelerate OC today. Uh, thank you, Kerry. Glad to be here. So let's get to the starting line. Uh, tell us a bit about Land Sea Homes and the new program that I referenced, the new high-performance home program uh, that you're launching. Okay, Sure. Um, as you stated, Lancey is a relatively new company. It started, it's a national company. We're based in Newport Beach or Corpus in Newport Beach. I work for the Southern California Division and our office is in Irvine. Um, in North America, we have four divisions. We have a division in New York, which does business in Boston, New Jersey, New York City. Mm-hmm. And that's mainly a high-rise business right now. I think they're, we're planning on going to more low-rise in the future, but it's currently high-rise. Um, we have a division in Northern California and Southern California, and then just within the last year opened up a division in Arizona and had two recent uh, home build uh, home builder acquisitions in that market and very quickly are becoming a pretty prominent player in that market. Um, 
in Southern California, we have uh, projects, several projects in Orange County. Our, our main project is a master plan community called Iron Ridge and Lake Forest, where we have five okay. different different product lines. There's two attached products and three single family detached products, and that's little under 500 homes there. And then, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, we have the Project Lido Villas in Newport Beach, uh, which was uh, really had amazing success at that project from an architectural standpoint and recognition. We won a lot of awards in the industry uh, there. But also commercially, we, we sold out really quickly from our going to sale to – we went to sale in March last year, and then uh, we'll be closing out our last homes this month uh, – uh, so it's really a tremendous success uh, there. And then we have a project in Simi Valley and then one in um, Chatsworth that we just opened up models last week. And then we have two big new acquisitions in Ontario. There's um, a project. Our first project is called Shade Tree. It's 432 single family lots. We're building mm-hmm. models right now, which will open in March, middle of March. And then another uh, uh, property close by to that is uh, 334. Four homes, different product types are too attached, and single family high density single family uh, cluster homes. So we'll get to the lower price points, which is great. And so those are our communities in Southern California. And then 2018, we had our first year of closings. We closed 100 homes. Uh, last year, we closed 214, and then this year we're planning over 300, and then next year, well over 400. So we have tremendous growth in a short short amount of time. Um, our office is in Irvine by the Spectrum. We have about 55 employees, and, uh, yeah, we're doing pretty well. That's great. Well, thanks for the uh, the introduction there. So I will uh, you know, openly admit that um, home building is not an industry that I have great experience in other than being a, a homeowner and, and uh, understanding some of the economics of it. But that Orange County has innovated on uh, for a long time. I mean, there are a number of home builders that, that have either started here or uh, developers that have um, led or, or taken national like Land Sea uh, from here. So what is it about this area in your mind that uh, why, why has Orange County become such a, a place for uh, entrepreneurial activity around home building development? I'm not sure exactly, but I, I know this area, you know, L.A. has been always been a kind of trendsetter with sure. fashion design and Orange County has been one of the most one of the biggest uh, production home, uh, new home markets in the country. Mm-hmm. And so it's always very been a very prominent place for uh, home building. The architecture that comes out of here is uh, amazing. We have an amazing group of architects uh, all across the uh, county. It's it's been forever where uh, design trends start here and then spread across the country. So mm-hmm. it, it just, it starts here. Um, you know, I think a lot of the recent design trends have to do with uh, having more dense products because affordability mm-hmm. is such an issue here in Southern California. Land is very expensive sure. and um, it's very difficult to buy a house. I mean, the average house in Orange County is probably 750000 <clears throat> Most of the homes are over a million dollars for it. So young people trying to buy their first home, it's very, it's, mm-hmm. they can't do it. I mean, they, they don't have the down payment. So really, it's really about trying to develop product that is attainable for them where they could come up with the money for a down payment. So uh, a, a lot of the most recent uh, innovation regarding architecture is really around kind of still producing a really nice house and a smaller square footage and then site plans where you, you can get uh, 20 units per acre, whereas maybe a single-family house 
20 years ago might be six or mm -hmm. five or six or seven units per acre. So, um, but still, uh, maintaining a really good quality of life where you have good amenities within a, a community where you have a, you know, amenities that people place uh, value in, whether it's a pool or play structures or rec center. So it's um, just because of the economics here, there, there's been a lot of strong uh, motivation to really get innovative, to mm -hmm. create these homes smaller and more attainable, but still provide the things that people really want in their homes, in their community. Sure. I mean, I've been here for uh, almost 20 years now. It's remarkable to even think back that, that it's been that long since I moved to California. It just when I got here, it seemed like there was no land left. And yet, you know, you're still talking about some of these fairly significant new build communities. I mean, how, how much room still is there without going dramatically east? Or do you see, a, over the next decade, do you see an increasing trend of infill or repositioning like you did with the, the Newport Villas? Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. I mean, there, there's not a lot of land left in Orange County. There, there's basically the Irvine Company with the Irvine Ranch mm -hmm. and Five Points has a large uh, area at the Great Park. And then there's Ranch Michigan Company that still has mm -hmm. quite a bit of uh, homes and lots uh, to develop out there. And so that, that's... That's really it. Uh, beyond that, um, it is a lot of the infill projects. So a, a lot of the projects uh, that we've been doing lately are infill. And infill is uh, great. It's a really great opportunity to mm -hmm. turn some uh, use that's not that uh, productive anymore. A lot of them might be strip malls mm -hmm. or an old school where, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the community is aged out and they don't have as many kids anymore. And, um you know, turning that into homes and and typically the infill projects are, are the denser type product and, and they're producing product that's the more attainable price point. And it's a it's a really good option uh, for people because in a lot of those older communities, the floor plans and the houses are really outdated. Um, you know, the floor plans have changed a lot where, you know, now, you know, typical to have a great room where you connect the uh, you know, the family room, kitchen and dining mm -hmm. room, whereas before that was all very co compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. And and so it, now everybody wants a floor, open floor plan. So we're, we're able to build and provide a really good alternative to what's adjacent there. So in, infill is really a good way to go. And we really look for those opportunities. Yeah, makes sense. And how do you think about, let's, let's, let's go a little bit uh, under the hood and, and go deeper there. How do you think about the the need for better kind of public transit and other planning when it comes to, as we see a likely infill trend coming here, if there is continued demand for housing and, and people to live here, how do you see that, that need for different forms of transportation to, to help accompany that? Because traffic, you know, we, we are fortunate here on a relative basis that traffic's much easier here than it is in LA. Right. But I don't think anybody wants to, to move toward that uh, and get any worse. So how do, how do you guys think through those things uh, in conjunction with cities or, or just overall? Yeah, I think with public transportation, I mean, Orange County is very far behind mm -hmm. um, a lot of other places. I, I think L.A. is, you know, starting with yes. their uh, train system to, you know, further develop that. But still, it's way behind the bigger cities like we were talking about chicago mm -hmm. earlier chicago mm -hmm. is great you could get around very easily on the train new york same um and so i i think 
uh, in terms of public transportation. It's not honestly, it's not something that we really think about in terms of the location. But what we would think about though is on these infill projects is having them uh, close to where there's shops and restaurants and uh, businesses where people potentially could actually just walk to work, ride a bike mm-hmm. to work. They could walk out their front door, go to the grocery store, go to a restaurant, and it's kind of more localized uh, kind of walkability, and um, which creates a great lifestyle. And, and that's very uh, – people really want that mm-hmm. these days. So I, I think that, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, over time there becomes much better uh, public transportation – uh, in Orange County, but right now all there is is like the the train. There's the Metro and Amtrak, which my wife and I like the train, so we enjoy going down to San Diego sure. or L.A. and it's sure. it's really cool. But uh, you know we we don't do it uh, for work. My dad for a while more novelty. Uh, yeah, it, it's yeah. yeah more kind of entertainment and mm-hmm. and fun. My dad for a while uh, he lived in lives in Santa Ana and worked in downtown L.A. But he would take the train mm-hmm. on a daily basis. But I think within Orange County, I don't know really t- too many people that take public transportation sure yeah i think the the more likely if you think about the business that i've largely been in which is software related businesses you've seen a major shift to virtual work teams or uh, people working out of co-working spaces and so the the potentially more likely outcome could be i live and play in my local neighborhood and maybe i work as well by working from home. So you have some of these um, live work spaces that, that are emerging, or I, I work in a co-work or more virtualized way. And that's how I solve the, right. the transit problem is just by not having to do transit. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I, I think a lot of businesses are doing that more where um, their employees are able to work from home. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Both my kids are able to do that. They, they work in kind of creative marketing, do a lot of work mm-hmm. on the computer. So, mm-hmm. Uh, they do that a lot, which I think is great just to avoid like a 35 or 45 minute commute each, mm-hmm. each way, uh, once or twice a week. And for some people, maybe they could do that full time, but yeah, I hear a lot about that. Just kind of people working from home and not coming to an office. I'd like to have a way to implement that, you know, with our business, our, our business though, um, takes a lot of like personal communication and coordination. And so we really have not, uh, gone that direction yet but i i i see potential for doing that mm-hmm. in, in the future i think it'd be great i think i think it just adds to people's quality of life just to have an extra hour and a half in the day to do something productive as opposed to sure. sitting or s- spending that time on the freeway that's right that's right yeah the, i think the key will be trying as communities to try to figure out how do we capture that time to your point for productive use whether that is volunteering or solving key problems in the community or building the relationships in those local communities. Again, you know, having come from a small town, I have seen very clearly what it means to have this very tight knit community. And I think partly in California at times you feel like people just, they live somewhere and they work and that third leg maybe is, is missing. And I think there's a lot of studies showing how lonely people are and just working from home may not actually uh, help with that. But if you have that time available, how do you help harness that and give people some ability to connect in a deeper way right. uh, in those communities where they live? Yeah, I think uh, what I've heard from a few friends that actually do work from home is that I think the drawback is that they don't feel connected to the That's people right. at their work. So they actually like to 
kind of go in and meet with people mm-hmm. and see people face to face. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's not so in my mind that kind of the right mix would be able to do that maybe a couple of days a week sure. and, and then kind of get the best, best of both worlds, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. So one of the reasons I started this show, Tom, was to try to highlight amazing innovators here in Orange County. And I think what has really been a pleasant surprise for me is I know a lot of people doing things in areas like software and um, the world that I've spent most of my career in. But what I've uh, been pleasantly surprised to find is that people are in this community innovating in virtually every area. And as we were talking about uh, before the show, you know, home building is an area that Orange County has really led in. You mentioned a lot of the architectural and space use and design trends that have started here and, and spread across the country. As you look out over the next decade, what do you see really happening, you know, here in Orange County or, or really nationally from a, uh, from a home building standpoint that you think will continue to push the envelope on innovation? Yeah, I, th- I think, it, especially in Orange County, it, like, Kind of like what we already talked about, but I think it really comes down to the economics of uh, getting people like mm-hmm. into a home. Um, so I, I think it's really going to center a lot around uh, being able to produce uh, affordable or attainable homes. So it, it's it's going to continue to develop product where you could um, because the land's so expensive, you have to mm-hmm. you really need dense dense product to maximize the yield on uh, each project. So it's going to be about how you create a home with smaller square footage that uh, is really desirable and functional for the people that live there and and also creating outdoor space because everybody wants some private outdoor space. And um, so some of the things that would happen recently or over the last probably eight or 10 years is like the rooftop decks because like Mm -hmm. some of these three-story product, there's really not any room down on the first floor because it's some common area landscaping and buildings, but the rooftop deck kind of becomes their entertaining and outdoor area, which Mm -hmm. is kind of a great solution. And that's for builders. That was kind of scary. I mean, there was kind of a rule of thumb for a lot of years where you never have any decks over living areas because the decks leak. But Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of the innovation, I I know home building is not really known for innovation or changing things. Uh, quickly over years, everybody thinks we do things the same way we did for mm-hmm. forever. But it's, I, I think it's really not true. I mean, the, in terms of the tech, uh, construction techniques and uh, the quality of materials and the quality of the homes and energy efficiency of homes right now, it's 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 way better than I started 30 sure. years ago. We used to have a terrible problem with rain leaks. Now we mm-hmm. don't. I mean, everything you can imagine uh, is much better today, and it doesn't happen really quickly it just kind of evolves over time but uh so i I think there will be a lot of those sort of subtle changes that will improve home building um but i I think one you know big thing we have to solve is uh being able to produce homes that are affordable that gets these young kids out of college or in their 30s once they get established with the job Mm -hmm. um get them into a home so they could uh have a home they could call their own how how do you think about i mean orange county uh from a I would say from a social structure standpoint is relatively conservative, but how do you think about things like co-living or, you know, I'm sitting here envisioning that, you know, are, are we going to, in your mind, are we going to hear experiment with scenarios where maybe you end up um, creating a centralized commercial kitchen that multiple people can share and you, you start to see more co-living type arrangements of people to allow them to your point to establish some sense of roots earlier. Maybe, maybe I'd go from 
uh, 22 right out of college to having a fractional ownership in co-living with a whole bunch of people in this somewhat communal structure. Like, do you see any of that here? Or do you think that is likely to start in other places? No, I, I definitely see that here. I mean, we haven't, uh, Lancy started to mm-hmm. think about a project that, where we would do that, but it's definitely talked about kind of industry wide. And it, mm-hmm. I think it would actually start here just because of, um, the affordability issue here is definitely going to start mm-hmm. in a place where people can't you know, buy a home on their own. So, sure. yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think kids these days would be totally up for that. And I, I think after they get tired of, uh, you know, paying rent and, and the landlord raising rent that they, they'd want to kind of take things under their own, own control and mm-hmm. do that. And I, I think, uh, you know, a big key to owning a home and owning real estate is just getting, getting into the market. I, I remember when I was, you know, in late twenties, when we first bought our first town home, um, like before that, like there's a couple of years before that, it's like, I was thinking, geez, I'm never going to be able to buy a home here. And back then I think the homes were probably like 250 or 300,000, sure. which sounds awesome today. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, geez, I, I don't know how am I ever going to do this? And then, um, thinking uh, maybe we got to move somewhere else but anyway kind of uh, stuck with it uh bought a you know townhome for one hundred forty-five thousand dollars and got in and built a little equity and then kind of moved up from there mm-hmm. and and so um I, I think that sort of co-living and just getting into the market allows young folks to put their money and build some equity and you know pay down the principal and it, and it will give them a start because it's it's really because rents are so high. I think it's just really hard to save money nowadays. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're spending twenty five hundred or three thousand bucks a month for rent, that's that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I think actually, if you get, if you had a down payment, you can buy a house. I think in a lot of cases, uh, the, the cost a year, the net cost after the tax benefits of owning a home would be the same or cheaper than sure. actually renting. So mm-hmm. it's the, the really the hard part is, is getting in. So I think those will be definitely. Uh, a product that will be viable in this market. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. I remember my grandfather early in my life teaching me that the difference between a renter and an owner was that down payment. And otherwise that things should equalize about the same. And it, it was more of a utility of needing a place over your head, but owning it, you're, you're sort of paying yourself. So yeah, I think that that mindset and it's, and it's funny because I think that's also a mindset that we're trying to drive a little bit more of um, in the, tech startup community here where um, when when you have more people in a company that have a, a nice ownership position and that company has a great success sometimes that is where the down payment can come from that's or or that can be the seed money for the next startup where you know once you have a little bit of a, a base to to work from um, so that I think that ownership mindset whether it's owning a home, um, owning a piece of a business, those are those are things that are really productive for a community as well. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Just getting that start and building that little uh, amount of money will definitely be what you need for the next step. And um, yeah, definitely, I agree. So let's let's take a little bit of a turn. So there's been uh, a lot of criticism here for a long time about housing shortage. Um, you know, you mentioned affordability several times, but you know, shortage of housing here in Orange County and Southern California. And then just recently, uh, Jim Doty came out uh, from Chapman and said that he sees a huge housing surplus coming, that 
I think he believes we're going to see an increasing out migration from California and maybe people have reached their breaking point or tipping point that, you know, cost of living, cost of uh, operating businesses or taxation here are all driving people to consider leaving. How, how do you as a home builder, where generally if you just keep building in attractive places like Southern California, you've been fine. How do you plan for a, a, what now may look like a much more uncertain future? Yeah, I, it's, um, I think it's true that definitely there's more people that actually that currently are from California are moving out to other states. But I think the net population is actually – so I agree with Dr. Doty on that, and mm-hmm. he's a much smarter guy than me, so I should probably agree with him on, on everything. However um, – He's generally been right on a lot of things, so <laughs> no, he's yeah, got a good track record. Yeah, yeah, I've gone to quite a few of his economic forecasts and really enjoy uh, listening to him speak. And um, uh, but, but there is a uh, you know, positive population increase in California just through kind of organically. There's more births than people uh, passing away. And, but also there's uh, he's not counting the migration from other countries coming mm-hmm. in here. So um, I, I think that um, a lot of it really has to do with the job growth. And we've had positive job growth. Um, it, it's been sort of mild. I think Orange County had about 15,000 uh, new jobs uh, last year, and it, I think it's projected to be about the same. So the job growth is not what it was uh, a few years ago. But I think, I mean, right now, I don't, at the event last night, uh, John Burns was saying he, he thinks actually housing is in equilib- equilibrium in terms of the supply and demand, mm-hmm. and, and that's uh, sort of manifests itself through the fact that, you know, prices really have been flat. Um, mm-hmm. So if there, if there was a uh, surplus of houses and prices would go down sure. quite a bit mm-hmm. and if there was a uh, shortage and then go quite up. And so that, that made sense to me. I think that, um, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I don't, I, there's definitely a shortage of homes at the attainable price point. Mm-hmm. Um, there may become a surplus, uh, you know, as the economy goes down or if, if we encounter a, a recession, which it keeps getting pushed out. People sure. keep saying it's like, a year, year to mm-hmm. two years away, but you know I think they've been saying that for a couple of years. But I think that if we do experience that, uh, you know, primarily at the upper price points, that uh, um, they may be a surplus, and, and that prices will come down at that level of the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's fascinating because I mean, to some extent it is largely a, a an economics question. Um, but to your point, there are a lot of complicated factors like second homeowners and you know a lot of a lot of people maybe leave this area but and establish residency somewhere else but keep their home here right um so they have it to to come back to especially if they've owned it for a long time with prop 13 or or something like that right yeah so as you think about orange county um, you talked about job growth Um, one of the things that's come up on this show a lot is we have continued to have a very healthy economy here but i think a lot of the underlying evidence is showing that there are some cracks and one one of those is the types of jobs um, a lot of the jobs that we have created in the last 10 years are not jobs that would enable somebody to afford a home here probably under any circumstance right i mean these are sixty thousand dollar a year jobs not a hundred or two hundred sixty thousand dollar a year jobs so how do you think about the kind of of jobs uh, and and do you, do you guys study that as you think about making determinations on what kind of product to build? 
Yeah, I mean, we definitely um, look at the market and the average wages in certain areas. Mm-hmm. And uh, at Landsea, we prefer to build in the better locations, which typically are, you know, in, in Orange County and close to the job centers. So, mm-hmm. and because generally people want to live um, in a nice area and close to their work, so to minimize the commute. So, you know, a lot of our the land that we're looking at is in, definitely in those areas. Okay. So as you think about Orange County, you know, look back the last 10 years, I mean, what, what are the um, – things have been good here or really good here for the last 10 years. Um, as you look ahead, you know, look backwards, but then also look ahead. I mean, what is it that you point to and go, okay, um, we feel good that we'll be able to build this and, and do just fine, that there's demand and, and demand will be there for at least the next – because you probably have, what, a few-year time horizon when you're typically deciding to – to take on a new project yeah it, it definitely uh from when you buy a project to where you're mm-hmm. actually uh delivering your first house is usually a couple of years mm-hmm. so you have to look out uh several years so we have to have lots and land supply mm-hmm. two or three four years out in front of us but uh you know i just think about um orange county i i, I think orange county and i'm very biased i i think because i grew up here my whole life but it as I mentioned earlier, after college, I played baseball a while. So that, that uh, for five years, so I was able to live and um, travel across the country for during that time. Which I think there's a lot of great places across the country and great places to visit. But the one thing I always remember when we finally got back home is just uh, you really um, kind of learn to appreciate what we have here. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do with the weather. The, the weather is like as good as it gets i think then you have the beaches and the mountains and and then you have um every opportunity anything you wanted to do any Mm -hmm. sort of field i think you wanted to get into here there's opportunity and um it's just a a really amazing place to live i think people are generally optimistic and happy here Mm -hmm. um and now there's good reason why there's not a lot really for us to complain about so i think orange county is always going to be um you know, very high, uh, highly desired place to live. And I, I don't see that changing at all. Mm-hmm. It's been that way for a long time. And I think it will continue to be. Yeah, I, I sure hope so. I, I uh, feel very fortunate to have found Orange County and made it my home. And, and we've, we've certainly committed to raising our family here and, and want to stay here for a long time. You know, I think as, as I alluded to some of the, the underlying uh, data, you know, sometimes give me a little bit of, of concern that we at least need to pay pay attention to making sure we're creating as much opportunity for as many people as possible. Because if it is just if it does just become a a retirement type community, it just won't be as interesting as it'll always be a great place to live. Yeah, uh, I think it's to your point. It, it's just you know, are we firing on all cylinders given the great research institutions and um, ethnic diversity and all that we have here. And I think that's, that's the question that we continue to try to explore. And a lot of the guests on the show, and, uh, we've talked a lot about, you know, how do we try to reach more people to really get them to, if, to take some of that time, maybe if you're not spending an hour and a half a day commuting, you can spend more time, um, working on a new idea or exploring a, a breakthrough in different, aspects of life that I think um, we have the right pieces here to, to be a laboratory for change. And, and to your point, we've, we've led the 
nation and the world in many cases in trends, whether it's building trends or fashion trends or others. And I think we have the right mix of, of everything here to continue to do that. Um, we just need to activate more people to get excited to, to be part of that. And hopefully places like this um, can draw attention to those really interesting ideas or, or innovations as they come about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's toughest really for the the young people just coming out of college and working. And, mm-hmm. and then also for the older people that are retiring, because I, I think for the younger people, again, it's just really expensive uh, place mm-hmm. before you get establishing a career and are making uh, decent uh, money. It's, it's really, so a lot of kids are staying with their parents till they're mm-hmm. 25 or 26 or even, even longer. And, until they make enough money where they could get a couple of roommates and move out and, and then have uh, people I know that have uh, retired and a lot of them have moved to Idaho or Montana or up to Utah um, or out to Arizona just because uh, they could sell their house here so and, and pull out quite a bit of money and, and that money goes a lot further in those other locations they can mm-hmm. retire more comfortably and I, I you know personally, uh, have a strong desire to be able to uh, stay here, mm-hmm. so that's why I work here hard every day because sure. I want to be able to retire. But you know, you can't take that for granted. It, it is expensive and it uh, takes a lot of money. So, um, but yeah, I think it. Uh, I think a lot of all we're talking about actually, you know, really relates a lot back to the affordability mm-hmm. of this area. That's that's a tough part. It, it is expensive. I, I think it's definitely less expensive than LA. Like I've been home shopping with my daughter and mm-hmm. you can't really get a house under a million dollars in a neighborhood that you would even think about mm-hmm. having your grad kids be in. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually Orange County is definitely much better value than LA, but uh, uh, still it's, it's, it's still pricey. Sure. Well, and that's where I, you know, I, I, I've alluded to it. Yeah, I think it, it comes down to jobs. I, I, you know, the best way to solve affordability is to have and produce the kinds of jobs that enable things to be affordable. Some of it's supply, you know, increase in supply sometimes. Right. Well, right. but it's, you know, I think creating the right kinds of jobs ultimately should be the focus area um, to, to enable people to, to have a job that allows them to have a living um, yeah. existence. Right? Yeah, I think you're right. And on your mm-hmm. statement, I mean, from what I was listening to you last night, which I think is, you have the 15,000 new jobs, probably 30% are of the high, higher mm-hmm. paying jobs mm-hmm. that you, people could afford actually to buy a house. So you've, you've been in the home building industry for uh, quite a while, Tom. How do you keep just, you know, for your own personal uh, innovation and, and learning, how do you keep yourself sharp and, and relevant in, in an industry that is changing uh, all the time? Yeah, I, um, well, I work with a lot of uh, motivated and hardworking people at uh, Lansea, so uh, both in our division and then uh, – at the corporate office, so you know, I spent a lot of time talking to them, listening to them, and learning from them. Um, so a, a lot of it's uh, just interacting with our internal team, and also you know, within the industry, what we produce, our products vary. You just go out and see it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not something that's behind doors. You, when somebody opens a product, they, they have models that are open. You go see their community. So I think it's uh, you know, it's always been good for me to go out and see what other people are doing, and mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, see how we compare and see what they're doing better than we are and, and trying to learn from that. So there, there's a lot of uh, opportunity to do that. Yeah, competition is usually a good thing from, you know, keeping us sharp and focused and, and hungry. Yeah, and there's a, there's a lot of strong, definitely strong competition in mm-hmm. uh, Southern California and Orange County in particular. It's a, 
you know, all the biggest builders in the it's one of the biggest markets in the country. All the biggest builders are here, and there's been a lot of builders that have been here a long time that are very good and very talented. And so mm-hmm. the, the talent pool for, for on the home builder front in Orange County is uh, very strong. And so if there's something new or innovative or creative, it you know, it's likely to happen here. Mm-hmm. Well, Tom, I uh, really enjoyed this conversation. I'm getting the uh, time sign over here from Paul. So uh, we're going to have to go to our final lap here at, at Accelerate OC today. So one of the things I, I always ask my guests is to share that you know piece of wisdom or advice or a key lesson that they've learned along the way that they want to share with, with my listeners. So what uh, what sort of parting words would you love to, to leave with the listeners okay. today? Um, well, one thing I've sort of learned and uh, enjoyed recently with Lancy is that we have a really diverse uh, team mm-hmm. over there. So we, ha- we, ha- actually, we have a lot of young people like in their 20s that mm-hmm. are very smart and ambitious and you know, have a strong desire to learn and then we have a good group of experienced people and so i think that mix of diversity has been great for mm-hmm. sharing ideas and there's a lot of you know banter back and forth and, and you know i think the young people think they're smarter than the older people mm-hmm. and vice versa and stuff mm-hmm. but it's been a lot of fun but also too it's been great for sharing ideas and really coming up with the best solutions to help our business move forward in a positive way that's great i i think that trend of uh, I'll call it 360 type of communication or, you know, the, I, I often say, you know, ideas can come from anywhere. And so, you know, the best leaders are the ones that uh, are willing and, and capable of, of humbling themselves enough to listen to uh, people from every angle. So it sounds like you absolutely subscribe to that as absolutely. well. Absolutely. Well, Tom, thank you so much for joining me today on Accelerate OC and, and taking us along uh, on a ride, sharing more about the home building industry, which I think will be a, an area that I, I will need to revisit as it is such a core part. Real estate is such a core part of the economy here in, in Orange County and I think is a place where we can continue to lead the, the nation and the world in innovation. And you know, I'm hopeful that we can even start to establish more what I'll call property tech, You know, it, it, colliding my industry of software with yours of, of uh, home building and, and real estate. And you know, thank you for also housing so many of the people here in, in Orange County with all the different communities that you've been a part of over the years. Wish you all the best with your new initiatives with Land C and just want you to know, you know, you're definitely doing your part to accelerate OC. Thank you very much, Gary. Really appreciate it. You've just listened to Accelerate OC. Join our live recordings every Tuesday morning at AccelerateOC.com or listen, like, and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot. Let's Accelerate OC together. 